back to the dark woods, ladies and gentlemen. It's always an absolute pleasure to see you around the campfire. Let's see if we can get an intro going. I think that that would be just grand. Let's add all of our sound effects here. Good stuff, good stuff. Yep, we want these. Yes, yes, there we go. Hey there, Eric. We're getting ready to do the intro right now. Thanks for joining in, buddy. Okay. Channel 2 now concludes its broadcast day. Good night. of warm knowledge in a vast forest of lies. I am the Dark Bear, a dark spirit summoned to these woods to guide strong souls through the darkness. Worry not, Traveler. The dark fog is pushed from my camp, and the wicked whispers fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Uh, welcome back to the campfire, everybody. Hey there, Dina Joe. Welcome to the campfire. Hey, Eric Sinner. Glad to have you both here at the campfire with me. A pleasure, absolutely, as always. I'm glad to, hey there, Full Spectrum, welcome to the campfire. I'm glad to see that the show is apparently being found a little bit easier now. Hopefully the technical difficulties that they were experiencing will be fixed. We had a, quite an extensive conversation over email, and uh, seems like they are deeply concerned and looking into the matter. That's the good news. But forever staying vigilant, if, if we happen to be too hard to find again, just let us know, and we always appreciate the heads up. Ah, Dina Joe says a lot of my followers disappeared. That is quite odd. You know, it, it seems like nowadays you got to be careful of who you trust, and you you got to stay forever vigilant. Hey there, Victor. Glad to see you, buddy. So, Sinner, how are you doing this, this morning? You were like making my, just making my coffee finally. Ah, ah a cup of coffee cup for, of coffee coffee for the day. Oh, there they are. Oh. Coffee, you ever seen those coffee spoons? The really, really long ones with the tiny little spoon heads? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, uh, I'm doing quite well, Victor. Thank you. I hope everybody out there at the campfire is doing well in their own neck of the woods. So before we start the show, let's start off with a little bit of funniness like we like to do while we watch these clowns that rule our lives and indoctrinate your children um, run the planet. So I seen one that gave me a good laugh, Center, where, you know, we've seen a lot of things over the last year that we thought were just absolutely absurd. People that were wearing masks in their car all by themselves, people wearing one mask, people seeing wearing three masks, uh, oh, people taking an untested vaccination, just all kinds of madness. It's all been driven by one thing, which is fear. Well, I've seen this morning something I don't get afraid of very much. You know, I'm, I'm just not that kind of guy. But I seen something this morning that just scared the shit out of me, man. I, w- I was watching, I was watching a news story on one on one of these clowns that has a position of power in a Zoom call because you know Kofufu, strange times, doing a Zoom call, you know, to do to conduct <sighs> government business, and uh, he couldn't even manage to put his pants on <laughs> for the Zoom call to show up for work. Because uh, midway through the call, he just stands up, and, you know, his, his belly's all hanging out of the bottom of his shirt, and his boxes are all over the camera and whatnot. I mean, like, literally in the call, everyone are immediately just face palming, like, no, why? Why are you doing this? I mean, I mean if I'm going to have to work at home, like, I'm not putting pants on either. Yeah, yeah, I but still you have, I still but have you- pants on, but... But you also don't have a, you know, huge authority position of power where you, you know, are expected to act like a civilized human being. Perhaps even maybe the best among the civilized human being because you're in a position of power. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, I mean, that's why they wear these expensive suits to go to congressional meetings and these, these, uh, different things that they like to go to with all the caviar and whatnot. Right, they they wear the expensive suits so that they'll be taken seriously. But I guess on a Zoom call, it doesn't matter as much. Ah, uh, it looks like it's starting to rain here, Center, in the in the dark woods with us. Don't worry, I bet you're happy. I built that little canopy for you and all the what other physics over here in this part. <laughs> Oh, it's the rains. But, you know, you can't always diss the rains because they wash things clean, right? Boy, we need some some cleaning rain within our government system, don't we? We need something to wash that nasty fucking corruption off those gears of government. Well, it seems like New York is having problems with rising crime. I wonder why. Do you think that has anything to do with them defunding the police by a, a billion dollars, Center? Oh, possibly, you know. According to them, no. Because the you know, logic of people that have more than two brain cells rubbed together, no. Well, if you let the idiots run the asylum, that shit happens. That's right. I mean... It's lunacy at this point. It's almost like we're letting the prisoners run the prison. 
so they've defunded the police and now they're having a shit ton of problems with literally every form of crime in New York is on the way up, going up. And they say that it has nothing to do with defunding the police. They say, hey there, full spectrum. They say that it has nothing to do with demonizing the police. And now the uh, amount of police that are just retiring out of the force, all right, are um, also on the rise. It's almost like being a cop in New York is no longer a career people want to chase. Isn't that weird? Used to, people became cops because they wanted to help good folks and they wanted to get the bad guy. But they've, I mean, they've been put in such restraints, especially in areas like New York, to where even if they get the bad guy... Well, the bad guy's just going to be released later on that day. All that effort, all that danger that they just put themselves in to get the bad guy, to get him off the streets, to get this degenerate person that doesn't help society but only harms it off of the off the streets to get these criminals. All right. It almost makes it seem like it's not worth it because now... They're demonized for, for trying to go get the bad guy. All these cops are catching all this shit. Right now, I mean, we all know how it is out there in America. That's why when I see cops, I say, hey, I want, I want you to know thank you for keeping the streets safe. I really appreciate you guys. Good job, you know. Just don't do anything crazy that, you know, maybe the, the Democrats might try to promote you to do. Just don't listen to them. Remember what they're doing to you right now, police officers. The Democrats right now are saying that you are the worst among us. You see what I'm getting at here, Senator? Yeah. And... and and cops need to remember that because soon I have a story right here that we're going to talk about here in just a few that's going to get everybody all riled up uh, where we're going to be talking about climate control lockdowns. I'm just, I'm just waiting at this point once they defund enough police where the system actually becomes extremely unstable that's when you're going to see the rise of people saying, you know what, I'll just do it myself. That's right. That's Well, that's what they and want. It's going to devolve into anarchy because I know Antifa likes to think they're all big and bad walking around. Oh, we're going to hit you with bike locks and sticks and other bullshit. I'm pretty sure your shitty wooden shield from your LARPing experience isn't going to stop a 9mm or a 45. Yeah. Well, you know... Like, the purge is about to come true at this rate. Pretty much. Well, that's what that's what they want. They want that division to cause to cause agitation within our within our population amongst ourselves, so that we will fight and bicker. The system will break down. When the system breaks down and things start to get you know unpleasant for folks, uncomfortable, people are going to get aggressive. And when they get aggressive, they're not going to go 
and 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 bitch to the people that are in power that are causing all this shit to happen to them. No, 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 no. They're going to fight with their neighbors because that's what they're being programmed to do right now. You know, uh, Dina Joe says, my son was an officer for six years. He started training people, he said, that should not be officers. Kept fighting it and got nowhere. He could not do this with a clear conscience. So, I, yeah, I couldn't either. I imagine he probably left the force, which is a shame because what's happening is is they are systematically getting rid of the good cops, the cops that will question doing bad actions to people just because they're told to by a position of power. They're get, they want them gone. And the way they're doing it is they're demonizing police. They're demonizing cops. They're defunding them. They're making it as hard as they can. Because guess what? They've already got what they want to enforce martial law with. You think they're going to use the police to do that, Senator, if if the system breaks down? No, no. They'll, they'll use their own bastardized version of law. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they definitely didn't rely on the police at the Capitol for very long on January... Right after January the 6th, we seen the National Guard, I think, an army deployed, like, almost immediately to the Capitol. Hmm. Yeah. That was, what, less than, less than a couple days after that, they were already setting up barricades. Like, they, they were expecting it. Almost like they were prepared for that thought. They already had the ability to mobilize those people where they needed to go with the equipment they needed. I never seen I've never seen our government do something so efficiently in all my years. All the other natural disasters they handle like a bunch of fucking bumbling buffoons. Clowns. But this specific one, they did perfectly almost. I mean, it really makes you question it, doesn't it? Hey there, Elgato. Welcome to the campfire, buddy. So, it seems like in New York, one of the main reasons, other than demonizing and bastardizing police officers and defunding them, one of the main reasons that they're having more and more problem with all rates of crime rising is because out of the 485 people arrested in Manhattan because of the riots and the looting and whatnot, out of 485, 222 cases were completely dismissed. Well, how are you expecting to make crime drop if you don't punish people when they commit crimes? What kind of logical sense does that make? And I'm genuinely asking that question, like, Senator, if if you got like if you've got a thought process on how you could make crime go away by not punishing criminals, I am 100% all ears for it. The only thing I can think of is the child's logic of, well, if we just make everything legal, then nothing's illegal. Well, yeah, I mean, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Full spectrum said there. Well, if everything's legal, then nothing's illegal. 
then the crime goes away. Yeah, because that makes sense, right? That's like saying, oh, well, if we just make it to where uh, people who, you know, get robbed on the street, uh, we just make it to where it's not a crime, people will stop robbing people on the street. Or does it seem more likely that people will just stop reporting getting robbed because now they know the police won't do anything about it? Yep, that's just time to start shooting. I think robbing would. I think the robbing would. The burglaring would go up. <laughs> Possibly. So I mean, you, you could you could have the LA riots again and just have people fucking shooting people left and right. Hey there, Chris. Oh, we don't like this. Oh, it's riot time. Well, I mean, that's basically where we are in, in our country at this point is, is, oh, we don't like this. It's riot time. Hey there, Freedom Warrior. Thanks for joining us here at the campfire. Be careful. It's raining. You guys better get over there underneath the, the canopy with Center. He doesn't like being wet, so I had to build that canopy over there. Oh, Center, you're lucky. I love you. I'm from New York, and people were not afraid of getting picked up because they were protesting, and the DAs were dropping all charges. Dead free pass. Yeah, it seems like anybody on the left, if you're rioting and all this other bullshit, like you, they have DAs and lawyers and everything else on their sides because they're just rich, spoiled kids that have never fucking done anything in their lives. Well, you know, um, that's it's kind of weird because I seen something that really grabbed my attention that goes along with this. And it refers to the January 6th riots. And more and more and more now, um, it's coming forth that it, the thought process is, is kind of like me and you said in the very beginning of all this, that good chances are that there were people in the crowd that were not Trump supporters, that were not there to to peacefully protest. That, hey there, Freedom Warrior that were there with a strict purpose of just to cause problems and to make Trump voters look bad. Do you remember, oh, yeah, when, were. you remember when we were talking about this? Like, we were talking about that it wouldn't be the first time that the Democrats have been caught paying instigators to go into a crowd and cause a problem. Yeah, like, Antifa has their own message boards, and they've been exposed for doing that shit repeatedly. Like, it's really simple of they know what they're doing, they just go in wearing Trump hats, just don't say their normal anti-vo bullshit, cause a bunch of fights, and basically drive up the tension against Trump voters or Republicans, and then they get to get away scot-free. That's right. And I remember, I think, I think it was you that passed me the video of them uh, when they were prosec- trying to prosecute or understand whatever that happened on the 6th, of the people that were breaking in like the back door of the Capitol. Yeah, yeah. And just watching the way that they got in, those were not Trump supporters. Who I've seen enough videos that keep a little fuckers to know that these guys were organized. They knew exactly what they were doing. They knew exactly what their point of entry was. They knew exactly where to go. These were not Trump supporters. These were fucking Antifa in disguise. Well, they definitely weren't your just average day Joe Blow that showed up to peacefully protest and then spur of the moment decided, oh, we're going to make something happen because they came prepared. Yeah. Um, 
And then like, and even like the police officers and security officers summonsing them to come on in. Um, you, you also have to wonder whether, whether, whether law enforcement was in on it too, you know, you know, the bad kind. Yeah. Well, you know, it's an interesting thought process because now I've noticed that more and more in some of these congressional hearings that I sit down and watch because, you know, I got nothing better to do with my time. I'm joking. It's because I think it's important that we need to be discussing these things. Because if there is a shadow part of our government that's been corrupted, then we need to flush it out. That's our job. That's our duty as the American people. And it seems like in these congressional hearings, you're hearing more and more information come out that FBI, uh, they, they didn't really, they said, oh, nothing's going to happen. But Capitol Police said, oh, there's tensions. There's good chance something's going to happen. But it was ignored. And more and more and more is coming out that it's looking like potentially the whole January 6th riot thing could have been staged deliberately by a shadow entity that wanted to make the Trump party look as bad as possible so that they could label them as terrorists, which they did immediately after that happened. And they, and they detained a bunch of people, and I think they're only just now getting prosecuted, if that. There's people still in jail awaiting prosecution for that fucking shit. I mean, really think about that. They, they, they let loose over half of the people that rioted and looted in Manhattan. Turn them loose. See you later, guys. You guys have dismissed their cases. You guys have a great life. We know you're great people. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But the people at January 6th riot, they made it very clear immediately afterward that they're going to use every resource they have to track down these people that were there. And then they made it even more clear that these people are terrorists. And they, mm-hmm. and they really, really push that, that infant, that, that, they really emphasized on that. They said, everyone that supports Donald Trump, this is how they act. They're extremists. Look at this infection within our country. That's how they tried to frame that picture. Now, we all know that anyone that supported Trump, we catch a lot of hate. We have to explain ourselves on why we supported Trump. We have to explain ourselves and our points of view. Okay, but then when we ask them, well, why do you go against him? Well, he's a racist. Well, how is he a racist? No answer. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a failed businessman. Okay, well, if he's a failed businessman, tell me why he owns a fucking private jet. No answer. Well, yeah, why is he yeah, worth a billion? billion? Like what? I think it's like four point something billion. Like he lost net worth being president. But he's oh, still worth it. You guarantee he lost net worth while he was president. Look at how the fucking press treated him, man. 
Oh, let me see. He is worth $2.4 billion. Hey, thanks there, Mrs. Dark Girl. Always happy to see you around. Oh, I didn't even know Mrs. Dark Bear was there in the crowd. She's a sneaky one, even sneakier than I. Yeah, he's worth. He's currently worth around two point one, two point four billion dollars. He lost about a billion dollars worth of value just by being broke. We've got a lot of people that hate our country in charge of our country right now. That makes me a little uncomfortable, man. Especially since most of our enemies throughout our history told us. Point blank. Oh, we know that. They said, oh, we know that we won't win a head-on war with you, so we'll, we'll come into your political system and we'll infect it and we'll destroy you from the inside. <laughs> For years they've told us that. Now we're seeing it come to flourishing. If... If you believe anything that even remotely says that there's corruption on the system, then you're a conspiracy theorist, right then and there. Like, they're, they're taking the small-minded people and putting them in power. The ones that'll fixate on one thing, and then they'll, they'll never get over it. Like a three-year-old throwing a tantrum, and you just took their ball. It's time to eat. Yeah. I mean, that you, you couldn't have said any better. You're right. So... I don't, I don't know at what point we're going to stand up and say enough is enough. I mean, I see it right now. I've seen some videos of some PTA meetings with the school boards. And it was where these, teach, where, where these parents had showed up in direct opposition of te- teaching critical race theory to their children. That makes me happy to see mm-hmm. parents going in and saying... You will not turn my child into a racist. You won't do it. I won't allow it to happen. And not only are these parents going in and standing up for their kids, which is a beautiful thing to see, but on top of that, uh, they're going in, in in droves, prepared with speeches in hand. They are They are telling the truth they are going in informed. And let me tell you something, buddy. It's happening to such an extent that some of these schools are starting to not allow these parents to speak. So you know what they're doing instead? They're standing in that room and they're reading yeah, their speech. They're also being arrested. I saw that. There was, because they were, I think I saw the saw footage of what you were talking about. And they were singing like the national anthem and shit. And it got declared a basically what amounts to a riot or what's the the proper term uncivil rest or something like that yep, and they brought cops and started arresting these parents now think about that for for singing the national anthem in america you know i bet our forefathers have reached the core of the planet from rolling over in their graves so hard they've just started digging into the earth Hey, good to see you, Mr. A. I'm glad to hear it. I appreciate you letting us know that, too, buddy. You know, here's the thing. Let's really think about that. Parents, 
singing the national anthem saying that they're not going to let their kids be turned into little racist pieces of trash by the system telling the system we refuse something that you want to teach our children and you know what the system's telling them too fucking bad yeah pretty much I mean really think about that here in America I'm not we're not talking about communist China right now, ladies and gentlemen. This is coming to an, a neighborhood near you. As a nation, we used to understand it's not the fucking government's job to teach our children morals. It's not our government's job to teach them right from wrong. It's, it's the government's, it's, it's the school's job to teach them ABC one, two, three. How are you feeling about it, Senator? That's the way it used to be. I mean, that's what I learned when I was in school. I didn't learn political bullshit unless it was in high school in political science class. That was the purpose of the class. Yeah. Was it? It, it was basically political science. Political sciences classes basically kind of teaching you how our government functions. And why your role as an American citizen within the system of being a productive member of our society is an important one to play. Yeah. Man, that was a mouthful that I just spit out right there, wasn't it? I almost sounded half professional just then. I scared myself a little bit. (laughs) So, these parents are going in. And they're they are point blank standing up against this critical race theory. I want to give a big round of applause to anybody who is out there that is going in and standing up against this line of thought that they can teach your children whatever the fuck they want to teach your children and piss on how you think about it. Those parents that stood there and sang the national anthem and faced the law arresting them and they did not back down heroes every fucking one of them were peacefully protesting heroes mm-hmm. the only crazy lady says people need to pull their kids out of the school system some of the parents openly said that in this meeting that their children will not be attending until the curriculum is fixed yeah it's the school's it's not the school's job to teach political bullshit it's not your job to guide kids down a specific political ideology. It's your job to teach kids how to get further in life. If you have political bias, guess what? You shouldn't be a fucking teacher. Yep. If you if you can't keep your political bullshit to yourself, then you don't have a job as a teacher. I agree. Hello there, Light Bright. Welcome to the campfire. Glad to see you. I mean, let's think about it. Used to, if if a teacher even so much as brought up religion in class, ooh, buddy, you better watch out. Now, that's used to. Nowadays, nowadays, they bring up every religion except for certain ones they don't like. Like, they will, in a heartbeat, want to talk about everything but Christianity. But if you talk about Christianity in a school, buddy, you're going to be in trouble. 
I've read stories where where kids can't even can't even read their holy Bible by themselves. Now they want to teach your kids critical race theory, and I'm glad to see that these parents are standing up against this, and we need to see more of it. The more we see of it, the, the less they're going to do it. That's just how it works. Now we got you, don't, business. you don't want them teaching your kids about uh, gender neutral pronouns and how great it is to be gay and how great it is to be a transgender and, and blah, blah, blah. Well, get up off your ass. Go up to the PTA meeting, do the same thing these parents are doing for their kids. Because these parents, ladies and gentlemen, they're the bears of the world. And you don't want to get between a mother grizzly and her cubs. I've seen it happen. It's ugly. It gets bloody and fast. Yeah, yeah, I did see that, Victor. Victor says, uh, did you hear about the man in Illinois that stood up and read the school board, the riot act, for wanting to tr teach critical race theory? I did. I thought that was awesome. I love seeing all these parents stand up for their kids and say, you're not going to turn my kid into a hateful prick. Makes me feel wonderful. So, Senator. Um, I haven't seen that, but I probably need to. It, it's a it's a good video man it's a good lot of good videos are coming out right now because more and more people are realizing if we don't stand up things are going to just continuously get worse and that's where we are so ted cruz gave a wonderful speech it was hilarious i watched the whole thing it was I love Ted Cruz. You know why I love Ted Cruz so much? Because me and Ted Cruz share one thing in common, and that's um, he's not afraid to just call people out on their bullshit. And then after he gets done calling them out on, on their bullshit, he's like, ha, 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 ha. You thought you were clever. And that's basically what he did in the speech. Um, because he got up there and he said, he said, he said it just like this. He said, Mr. President, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier that we have voted down the voting reform bill. He, and, and he just right out of the hat, just spits right in the Democrats face. Like, I can't believe you brought this up here. Clearly, it was going to fail. We don't know what the fuck you were thinking. You've lost your minds. I mean, he said it in a much more graceful way than that. You kind of have to. You can't just outright insult him because then that'll just give them fuel to the fire. Well, yeah, I mean, we see what these Democrats do anytime they get their, their little pinky toe stepped on by, by somebody that has half a brain. They just lose their fucking, they just come unwound. And, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. I think more and more so we're seeing these people come unwound because more and more so things are being exposed that they can't just cover up. So now they have to just blatantly lie. And they know that a lie is only going to carry them so far before somebody can prove it's a lie. Just like with what we see with Ryan Paul. Ryan Paul just sticking on Fauci like glue. 
you'll notice not a whole lot of talk about Fauci right now, has there been? Not in a good while. It's because I'm, I'm still waiting. It's going to pop up on the news one day. Just, oh, he died. Oh, what did he die of? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's what they want to do. Full Spectrum says federalizing all elections down to town elections is criminal. And that's what they want to do. They want to federalize all the elections. The voting reform bill would essentially make it. It does a lot of really nasty things like uh, allows voting harvesting for our younger viewers that don't know what voting harvesting is. That's where you can just go door to door to door to door and knock and collect votes. Sounds like a good idea when you very first think about it, but then you got to consider if we send people out to go door to door to door to collect votes, who's to say that the person that's behind the door is not like, oh, well, I don't want to vote. And then that person's like, okay, have a good day. And then when they turn around, they're like, check for whatever candidate they want. That's why we don't allow uh, harvesting, you know, ballot harvesting. Another thing that it would cause is it would make it to where any one that came into contact with the federal government would automatically be registered to vote. Perfect example. You get a welfare check, boom, register to vote. Oh, do you uh, attend college? Boom, register to vote. Um, it, like basically any contact with the federal government whatsoever, boom, they will just automatically register you to vote. And they want it to be done this way because not everybody that gets automatically registered to vote is going to go and vote. So the thought process is, is you can muddy the water. They want it to be as hard as possible to catch cheating. And they're doing an extremely good job at trying to make so. But luckily, we have people in Congress like Ted Cruz and and. and few others that are able to point these things out and go yeah it looks like a good idea on the surface but what it really intends to do is this and now of course they're throwing a big huge fit because their voting reform bill didn't pass mm-hmm. but right go ahead I'm so fucking thankful that goddamn bill didn't pass. Well, yeah, I mean, it, right I mean, now. At least there are still enough people in power that see that that was a bad idea, at least for now. Thank God. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like Full Spectrum Universe says right here it's a power grab to never give up control. And what happened in 2020 will happen every time. And he's right. If they were to pass this bill, to, to reform the, the voting. It what mm-hmm. happened in twenty twenty, every time from then on. Yeah. Now now that Democrats have the power, they're never gonna give it up. They know what's at stake because they know people are gonna like eventually their shit is gonna fall through. They're gonna do something that's gonna make everybody see how shitty they are. Like even their own side is gonna see how shit they are. Well, and they eventually do. they're gonna hit the fucking point. Well, if they rig the elections, it doesn't really matter. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's where they are. I mean, look at it right now. If you even talk about the, the election potentially being tampered with in any way, you'll get deplatformed right then and there. They don't want you to question that. Hey there, 
Tron Cat, welcome to the fire. You better get up underneath that awning. I know cats don't like to get rainwater on them. Yow. You know, and uh, hey there, Full Spectrum. Welcome to the show, man. You got you got some things that you'd like to feel passionate about, buddy? Ah, he's got himself muted there. You can unmute yourself if you got something to say, and, and if not, well, you can just hang out with us here next to the campfire, buddy. Um, you know, here's the thing is... We are questioning the elections right now. Why would we? Why would we make it even harder to question? Hey there, full spectrum. I see you unmuted yourself. You got something you're feeling passionate about, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. You're coming through loud and clear now. Awesome. Sorry, I never jump up. I kind of sit in the back and wait my turn. But I thought this is prevalent to what we're talking about. So Rasmussen did a poll that came out yesterday. That said, 51% of the nation believes that there was that there should be full forensic audits for all the places where corruption was possibly, essentially, you know, like in the, in the at least the battleground states, yeah. like Arizona, Pennsylvania. They also all the came, same states, right? They also came out with a poll for the president, the, the, this president's competency rate and he got 41% of the people think that he's actually doing a good job in the United States 41% so now he's fallen you know he's lost the favor of the people and now with the Rasmussen polls saying that they're going to do the forensic audits I think Arizona is going to be a linchpin to you know there's one of the reasons why they didn't pass HR1 because you don't hear a lot of it in the media but with what's going on in Arizona they're not going to pass HR1 until after that would have been done. But there's not even going to be a conversation for it now. So it's it's over. It's, it's dead in the water. Right. And and that's, yeah, I don't know if you've seen it, Full Spectrum, where, uh, where Ted Cruz got up there and just spit in their face right after they killed that bill. But it was pure fire comedy, man. He's, he's, he's vying. For president, really bad because he, you know, he ran against Trump before, and 2024. I don't know what's going to happen, but they just had the CPAC, and they were doing, you know, amongst the CPAC members who would be the the Republican candidate. Well, DeSantis beat out Trump, so yeah. So we don't know what's going to happen, but one of those two will definitely be a way, way more for the people president than anybody else, I would assume. And if they run the same ticket. Oh, it's, it's a wrap. I like rat. DeSantis a lot, man. Like, I like DeSantis a lot. You know, it's kind of ironic you bring him up because I actually have a story right here about him that, that I'm going to cover here in a minute. I like O.J. Sanchez, and I like how you phrase that, a, a president for the people. Wasn't it DeSantis or somebody, that one of those guys from Florida down there that right after they did the, uh, when Ted Cruz brought a bunch of them down there to the border, Magically, there was. Oh, he he's touching his secretaries. He's touching girls. It was. It it was Desantis. It was Desantis, and and he was accused of uh, hanging out with uh, kids. I think. Mm Mm-hmm. Which you know, nothing came of it. Yeah, I haven't heard of it in like a couple months now. Give or take. Like I said, when it happened, he he stepped out of line, and so they were like, "Oh, you want to show you want to show the corruption? Well, watch this. Watch what we can do with the media." 
He touches Ooh, kids. He yeah. Well, he actually, with him, I think he, he just passed a bill where you couldn't, like, they're not going to make the vaccine passports happen down in um, Florida. But within that bill, there is also some clause for forced vaccinations that the Democrats tried to, like, sneak in, which he's going to have to amend the bill after all said and done. And they tried to blame DeSantis for it. Even right-wing media tried to blame DeSantis for it today. Yeah, that's how, that's how they do it. Like I say... There's only a few actual people in Congress that actually represent the people and don't play to the drum that everyone else plays to. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this. I haven't really been following the Olympics that much, uh, mostly because I don't care. Um, if you want me to just be yeah, honest. I don't care for the there, Olympics. there are more important things going on in the world, far more important things than, than the Olympics and watching people lift weights. Um, but there is a story that involves the Olympics, so everybody strap in. We're going to get our gold medal real quick, and then we're going to hear from our friend Eric. But we're going to get yes. our gold medal pole vaulting. <laughs> I want my gold medal. Before we do. So, <laughs> apparently, there is a guy. Now, pay attention to words, because we're going we're gonna to do some wordplay here. Apparently, there was a man, and he decided he wanted to do competitive weightlifting. And... Um, he started competitive weightlifting against other men, and uh, guess what? Uh, come to find out, he was about average, which, you know, means compared to people like Arnold Schwarzenegger or bigger. You know, um, he's definitely not winning any trophies or going to the Olympics. However, and this is going to be the part that you like, this man decided he's going to take some estrogen and start weightlifting against some women. And guess what? He's going to the Olympics, baby. Can you imagine? Yeah, that? I've heard about what you're talking about. I've seen pictures of him. He is an ugly motherfucker, too. Well, yeah, because he's a fucking man trying to be a woman. I love the picture, though, they have for him. Every time I've seen a news story about him where he's lifting weights, it actually looks like he's lifting the weight and about to shit his fucking pants. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that, that is the best, most flattering picture they ever could have took to show what a joke he is. Dude. And the Olympics were supposed to be um, anti-doping and anti-performance enhancing drugs, but that really shows you what a bunch of hypocrites they are. That's right. That's right, because they will literally let a man compete against a woman and say it's a fair competition. Think about it this way, too, right? Like, if you stand for any kind of... You know, some, I don't want to say feministic values, but the damage that they're doing to female sports across the board. So you just you just took the the option of another female, an actual female, to get into that position to possibly win that gold medal and the silver and the bronze, whatever the case may be. So we go back to colleges and indoctrination camps, which are the colleges. What they're doing is they're literally killing female scholarships and females that may not have had an option of doing it any other way, but to go through scholarship because of their upbringing and the money that their family had to go to these great schools. They're taking those positions from women. Women and should be super uh, upset about this. And, and not only are they taking them away from women full spectrum, but they're giving them their fucking losers. 
people who can't hack it in the real world just like this guy this guy couldn't hack it weightlifting with other guys and he's like oh my feelings are hurt I want a medal too that's and right so and so they said, oh, well, you know what? Well, we'll just take one of these strong, independent women that have trained their entire life, and we'll just uh, put you up against her. And don't worry. We know you're going to win for sure. And if she says she won't compete against you, we'll just call her a bigot. It's the perfect plan. And, it's, you know, it's crazy, too, is that the feminist movement aligns itself with the left. So... Now the feminist movement can't say anything about this because this is a leftist ideology. That's they're right. literally eating themselves on this one. Like they're they're, they're cutting off their nose despite their face. So, and they're letting it happen. So are they real feminists to begin with or are they just part of some political ideology that they're incorporated with? That's it. But how, who benefits from this? Because it's definitely not women. Women definitely don't benefit from this change. So here's here's a an interesting thought. We're gonna we're gonna come right back to this uh, after after Eric, and we're gonna we're gonna finish this conversation because I think this is an important hot topic that's going on in the world, and I think that there are a lot of people that just don't understand the recourse of what's happening. Hey there, Eric. Uh, you want to tell us about some of our friends here on Podbean, sir? Well, coming up on Podbean Live um, today and this week, um, you've got um, you know great great podcast friends like um, Cummings' this Culture to be on the lookout for, as well as the Hump Day edition of the Slightly Serious Show going live at nine thirty p.m. Eastern Time. Um, Trice talks a Wacky Wednesday goes live around ten p.m. Eastern, and then. And of course, you you also have shows like the Frankie D show and the Ron and Scott show um, that 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 are really good. Um, and then you've got Milt Dog twenty twenty on multiple times a day, seven days a week. Then with the weekend coming up, you've got Chris Unplugged doing his Friday night music show starting around seven thirty and eight p.m. Eastern time. And then you've got. Um, this swap doesn't lie going live Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then I believe Maverick of the Slacker 82 Alpha podcast should be going live about 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, then you've got the It's Doomsday podcast, the Turfy show, the Beans and Weenie show, like to round out the weekend along with other names like Chuck and Billy's Night to Cup of Tea. And then other impromptu shows like Lyra and Lou's Communication Station and, and, and Pink, Pink Squirrel's whose podcast is this anyway and then next week will be the return of the, the old man's podcast Dina Joe and Eric weekdays at 10 a.m. Eastern um, as we are getting ready to wind down the month of June and enter the month of July and and the big birthday show on July 6th at the old man's podcast Dina Joe and Eric as the old man Dina Joe and Jay baby you know have got got their birthday coming up and hopefully we can get as many friends and followers to tune in for that um and of course other names include freedom warrior of the freedom fighter podcast the ralph william podcast and the doc g show among so many others oh yeah we got tons of you know lingalonga you know he's another good name and i noticed foot fetish inc is a, is a hot new show here on podbean as well and then shout outs to podcast friends who we've not 
seen and heard from in a while. You know, like like the Almost Everything podcast. And I notice Lyrical Axis hasn't been, been on lately, but hopefully they're doing great and so many more. Yeah, we have we have a lot of friends here on Podbean, and we always like to try to. And shout out to our YouTube friends, Roxanne and Cracks. Sure. I'm I'm gonna have to get in touch with you, Eric, because I wanna I, I wanna unveil a show this week as well. It's gonna be I don't know if it's gonna be daily or weekly, but I know you guys have a lot of different schedules, and I I, I wanna you know help out the crew and not do it when other people are having their shows at the same time. Try and switch it up. You know what Eric's, I mean? Eric's definitely the guy to talk to about that for sure, because he's he's the he's the big boss, as it were. Apologies. I hear that. I hear that. So just just keep an eye out for full spectrum universe coming to town. That's for sure. Uh, we'll definitely be on lookout for you. Um, but I guess we got that second half coming up. But I'm, I may be getting ready to have to drop here soon because I'm about to go and visit a friend. Hey, well, we always appreciate you stopping by and telling us about our friends here on Podbean, Eric. And we completely understand people got to go out and they got to live their lives. That's the yeah. important thing that, that we really like to talk about is people need to live their lives instead of sitting on their, their video games inside their house and ignoring the problems that are going on in the world. You know, right. The only, the only way we do that is by getting out and living our lives being around one another talking yeah the talks might not always be comfortable but normally by the end of them you're a little bit better of a person if you don't right you ever notice the uncomfortable talks like they they tend to do better because people like being a little uncomfortable sometimes that's right that's how you grow that's how you grow you know so we got women that are have that are being forced to compete against genetic men in the in the fucking olympics okay now we've seen a lot of states take direct action to counterdict this like i know for a fact that florida signed into law that transgenders cannot compete in women's sport i know for a fact that texas signed into law a very similar bill i would like to see this catch on i do not think it is fair for women that have trained to be forced to compete against men, it is an unfair competition. Have you seen uh, Christy Nome had a chance to reject this type of bill in the Dakotas, and she buckled under the pressure of the NCAA, that she was actually a rising star on the right, moving her way up the ranks, and it totally diminished her value and her stock completely. Yeah, well, that's what that's what cowardice will do. It has that effect. <laughs> when people see a coward, they're not they're not overly fond of that person backing because they know when things get rough, that person's not going to be found. I'll be honest. I was I was looking at her like, wow, she's going to do really well, really really well. And then it's going to be two things that are going to really push this cycle, right? Going into twenty twenty two, it's going to be. You know the transgender sports issue and elections those well, are your two things i'm going to be honest with you full spectrum i i look for the news cycle to really really ramp up in a really really big way unlike we've ever seen it ramp up before and the reason i say this is is because i watch the congressional meetings i watch them go in there and talk for eight hours at a time and i watch the whole thing and i watch how they 
they play out with each other and everything. And here's, here's the, the overall theme that I've gathered. There are a lot of Republicans that are insinuating that there is something going on behind the scenes that the American people haven't been told. That we've, we've been hinted at, but we haven't been told. You know, we've all talked about it, you know, potentially what if Trump is getting ready to round up a whole bunch of corruption. We're getting ready to see the, the eureka moment of freedom ringing that great liberty bell once again. But I think that we're going to see them try to flush this corruption out. And when they do, that's when you're going to see the media ramp up real hard. Because they're pushing on Fauci, leaning on Fauci real hard every time they can get him in there. They lean on him real hard. And they're exposing more and more and more how Fauci is linked to the Wuhan lab. And how COVID is linked to the Wuhan lab, which links it to Fauci. They're really, really pushing that that certain people are now. Everyone else is, is like, oh no, don't look at that. Worry about this new, what are they calling it? The new deadly Delta strain, I think. Have you heard about this? Yes, yes. And it is, you're right. There is going to be two fall guys because they couldn't get enough shots in arms fast enough. It's going to be Fauci and Gates. That's why Fauci's emails came out because they're going to crucify them in front of their own people. And they're going to be ostracized from the group. One of the things I always tell people, too, is to stay vigilant, right? So even though the media is doing their thing, we need to do our thing, too. We need to be back here pushing the, the narratives that need to be pushed forward. Because in 1918, there was something called Operation Trust, where the Bolsheviks slash communists were going into Russia. And what happens is they told all the farmers that, don't worry, we've got something planned. Don't worry, we've got something planned. Just hold up. Just hold up until it was absolutely too late. So we need to like, we need to learn from history and make sure that while they're doing their thing, we're still doing our thing and to not relinquish our power and our voices because of history of, of moments in history past where we've learned our lesson. Yeah. And, and that's another great point that you bring up right there is is the history in the past. They don't want you to look at that because some of these things have already played out, just like critical race theory. We already know how critical race theory plays out. We know what happens when you take one race and we say, oh, well, you're better than another race. So we're gonna treat you differently. South Africa, look what they're doing to the farmers in South Africa. If you're white and you have a farm, you are to relinquish all of your land to a, a person of color. And now, South Africans are starving because they put people into these farms that have no idea how to farm. So the product goes by the wayside when these historically white families have had these farms for years, years upon years upon years. But I also understand that they, they dealt with apartheid and apartheid was a serious notion for them. So it's a little bit different, the circumstance than here, but to just to just take somebody's stuff, is not the way to do it. What they did is, is that's that reappropriation. But what they're that's what they're looking for right now in this country. So we're talking about Fauci and we're talking about how they're setting him up right now. And and I want to go ahead and say this because Jeremy from Cummings's culture came up with 
with a hashtag flip Fauci that we're trying to get trending as as a team. And so I'm I'm doing my teamwork by telling you if if you got the place where you do the hashtags and you do the flipping of, of Fauci, why don't you why don't you hashtag flip Fauci at him? And while you're there, why don't you flip him the bird too? Hashtag tag at him as well. That'll be from Dark Bear. Um, so Twitter's Twitter's trending right now with Go to Hell Mitch from Mitch McConnell. Oh yeah. I wonder what what our what Mitch is. I'm I've been pretty disappointed with Mitch. That part is like Mitch McConnell deserves it because he's just fucking dipshit old man. Everybody well, has his shit. He can't make up his fucking mind on whose side he actually wants to be on. So yeah. like that one I agree with. But then as I'm looking down this chain of people trying to call him out and shit because he's you know just completely fucking useless. It's just people using it as an excuse to basically trash Republicans. One that made me laugh was like, the death of America is by fucking or treason from within. It's called being a Republican. So, you know, Democrats burning down people's livelihoods and shit like that. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. That's well, the yeah. reason shit's so fucked up now is you people are literally fucking blind. Well, I mean, they are. They, you, you're, you're correct. People have been blinded. They just watch the mainstream media machine and they take what the mainstream media machine says as the gospel and that's dangerous to not question that because guess what that mainstream media machine that you watch whether it's cnn or fox it's ran by your government they've already told you that point blank right to your face cnn lies to you all the time so blatantly that they get caught and when trump called into sean hannity's show for his exclusive interview he told sean hannity right to his face not even foxes Free, free of press anymore. That they all work for the system. And see, that's yeah. the problem. It's funny that Don Lemon should say anything because Don Lemon preaches about hating white men, but he goes home to his white boyfriend every day. Yeah. In his in his gated community, when he speaks about the inner city all the time, where yeah. his neighbors are all white people. Well, it's just like it's just like AOC complaining about her grandmother living in those terrible conditions and then Matt Walsh raised all that money to help her grandmother and they wouldn't take it. Save Abuela. Save Abuela. Uh -huh. That's right. A whole bunch of nice people came together to help AOC's grandmother and they didn't want the money. Well, I wonder why. The best part was when they called AOC out like, you make a quite a bit of money. Why are you not helping her? Yeah. Like... That was the best part. I, she, she is. She actually grew up in a town next to mine, and she has always been just some of the dumbest people I've ever met in my entire life. What? Growing up, she was the same way. It. They used to call her Sandy all the time. Huh. Well, you, you know, if you listen to her speak for any amount of time you can i mean her stupidity really shows through you know some of these democrats they're pretty slick when it comes to talking and they can deceive people you know but they rely on people's ignorance to do so if 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 you're not ignorant to the situation it's much less likely that they'll deceive absolutely absolutely i'm actually watching tv right now and i see jen saki and it looks like her left eye is swollen, and it looks like it was bruised. 
if that's any indication of what side she rides for. <laughs> well, you know, here, here, here's the thing is that's another excellent point is when Kaylee McAnally came out, we always got answers. We never get any answers from any answers from Jen Psaki. And if they are answers, then normally they're false answers. Don't worry, I'll circle. I'll circle something, all right. So Biden wants to move into another crisis. I don't know if people have seen this yet, but just brace for impact for this next fearful thing that's coming. And he wants to talk about climate crisis. And the reason he wants to talk about climate crisis is because now they're throwing around, pitching around the idea that we can do climate lockdowns. Because, you know, all these fucking climate control people that, that are crazy as hell. Well, they got real jealous when they locked down everything for Kofufu. And they're like, oh, you can lock things down for Kofufu, but you can't save the planet and lock things down. So now they're throwing that idea around. That sounds terrifying, doesn't it, Senator? Imagine the government having the ability to tell you to stay at home because because today's an ozone alert day, Senator. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, they all. As, as Adam DeSantis is actually trending on Twitter right now too. What's he? I, I have a story on DeSantis right here. What's he trending for though? Just out of curiosity. Signed a bill requiring schools teach students about the evils of communism and That's totalitarian banning critical race theory. Let's see, pushing every single right wing hot button issue. You know, not letting kid, not letting kids be brainwashed into fucking communism. It's so bad. <laughs> That's my story. Polarized for political advantage. Doesn't care about how much collateral damage he inflicts. Oh yeah, because. Democrats recently haven't caused any fucking collateral damage, right? You know, substantial physical, mental, monetary damage, you know, across the fucking country. You know, yeah. These people are delusional. Like, absolutely fucking delusional. Well, I mean, I think that stands out when they think that they can just pop a penis off and and become a woman like a Lego connector set. indoctrination is encouraging students to report their teachers not by name to authorities if you feel the university's views are too liberal Uh, yeah fuck liberalism it hasn't done anything good for us in the last like hundred years you know it's kind of I love I love old DeSantis Center he's a hero for me man because think about that he just signed a couple bills in law that allows schools him pissing on critical race theory yeah. and all these people all these people are fascism DeSantis gotta go like why well, why in the fuck would you actively want your kids to be taught critical race theory how to be stupid ignorant racist pieces of shit why would you actively want that as a parent how yeah. fucking dumb are you well, that's the whole thing. These people don't deserve children. They need to have their shit cut off. They need to be eunuchs. Here's the thing. Oh. Is they, DeSantis knows he sees the tides of change coming, and he's protecting his state from it. 
He said, they won't indoctrinate your children here in Florida with communism trash because we're going to teach them just how evil communism really is. You know, I mean, think about it. Think of how many people float across, refugees float across the ocean through shark-infested waters to get to Florida to escape communism, places like Cuba. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure they have plenty of people there in Florida that can actually educate children about the horrendous effects of communism. That's absolutely accurate. Accurate. And one of the things I don't understand is liberalism is supposed to be all-inclusive, right? So if you're openly teaching children to hate white people and police, you're obviously not as inclusive as you thought. So your, your, your ideology, in your own terms, is a false. That's right. Well, the, they have things that contradict each other all the time. They do it all of the time they tell you how free they want you to be and how they're protecting your freedoms and they're protecting your right to vote and then in the exact same breath they'll turn around and say oh you don't need a uh, you don't need an id to vote that's racist but 80 percent of the country agrees that if you're going to be voting in an american political poll that you should have to identify who you are and their excuse for that is, well, disproportionately, black people can't get identification cards. Why? Because they don't know how to file. They don't have birth certificates. Did, did, do people understand that within these inner cities there are free means of getting a birth certificate and an identification card of some sort? It's free. And that's part of the liberal plan, which goes along with Social Security and all the rest of it. It's assistance. And that's that's, yeah. that's all a liberal a liberal thing, like like welfare and housing assistance. That's all liberal. Uh, Social security. So within those confines, they have the means of getting these people whatever they need for free to make sure that they can get an ID. So this whole disproportionate because you don't make enough money, you can't find this, is an absolutely inaccurate. Well, not well, just definitely. that, but in a lot of these places that you know, getting an ID is not free. It's only like 12 or $15. If you are a productive member of society, you should be able to come up with 12 or $15. If you can, uh, you know, I won't get into to all of the, the details of, of budgeting your money and priorities and blah, 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 because if you're a responsible adult, you already know this. How, how dare you say that they're, they can be good with their money, Dark Bear? How dare you? They I know. got crack baby to buy. They've got baby mamas to support. I know. They, it's, they got crack and meth to buy. Come on. I know. It's a novel. It's a novel concept. That you get on that It's a. I know. I'm old fashioned like that with saying that you should pay for your bills and the important things before you go out and buy a pair of Gucci heels or whatever. I don't know. How are you gonna look fly if you got to pay your bills and shit? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess I'm I'm gonna have to get some of that Biden money that he's just throwing out into the streets that people think grow on trees. Gucci's expensive. <laughs> they're no, they're demonetizing the dollar because they're trying to transfer it to a digital currency where they're what they're gonna do is they're gonna switch the rate of everybody handing their dollar. So let's say they give you like this digital bank account, right? 
So as a white man, the, the money that's in my bank account and I transfer over to this digital bank account, I'm only going to get 40% of the value of the dollar. But if you're black or Hispanic, you'll get um, 120% of the dollar. And this is how they're going to use this digital banking system to usher in this disproportionate, this dispro- like disappropriation so people are all the same. That's see, what they're planning on. There's something that I've noticed that I think is kind of odd that I don't think a lot of people have caught on to quite yet. So, you'll remember a couple years back, right before Trump came into office, like right before he ran and everything, there was this big trend that was catching on which was small-time living, miniature homes that you could easily afford to buy, build, and maintain. Easier to cool them, less, less, less electricity, cheaper, blah, blah, blah. And um, I noticed that the people that were doing that were having a lot of money freed up. They had money to where they didn't have to work like a dog all the time because what they had is right there, and it was just the bare necessities, no luxury items, bare necessities. And it allowed them to live happily because when they wanted something like PlayStation, they had the money to buy it because they didn't own a a big three fucking room home that they didn't need. And at first I thought, well, that's kind of an interesting concept because that would give you a lot of free money. But now we see that they are doing everything in their power to make sure that you have to live paycheck to paycheck, just barely scraping by. They want the, they want inflation to happen. They're making it happen. I mean, they're doing it. They don't want it. They're creating it. Because the more that you struggle, the less that you'll fight. because you're too busy struggling to survive. Now see, this has backlash effects that they're very aware of. That's gonna make you hostile. It's gonna make you hostile toward people who aren't struggling as bad as you because of an unfair advantage that they may have in the world or something that they can paint as an unfair advantage in the world. By causing that division, that causes you to struggle even more because now you can't talk about your friends and family about your problems. You got to keep it bottled up because if you talk to your friends and family about your problems, well, they might turn on you because they might feel differently. Now you don't have any outlets. So now eventually you're going to get so fucking mad about everything that's crazy going on in the world that you go to a PTA meeting and you punch somebody the fuck out. And that's what's starting to happen. Because that's how a couple of those PTA meetings ended. And think about that. I mean, like, really, really think about that. People got mad because their children were being indoctrinated. And, yeah, the people in the room that are going, yeah, indoctrinate the children, critical race theory is the best. Yeah, they are a problem. But they are not the main problem. The main problem is the people in power are pushing this onto your children. And they are saying it's a good thing. That needs to be corrected. That's the main head of the Hydra, so to speak. The thing that gets me is how are these people, or who are these people, to tell me what's good for my children? 
are what my children need to be. And that's where they're getting into the homes and into like the thought process and the mind and the discipline of your kids and literally turning them to the community. You're like opening your doors and letting the community take care of your children or the, actually the government, not even just the community, the government itself, Yeah. which is, it's never worked. You know, there's an expression that says, you know, to raise a child that takes a community. But you have to know the people in your community, which we've gotten away from so much. That sense of community is no longer. People hate their neighbors. People don't look out for neighbors' kids anymore. I remember growing up, I'm 40 years old. I remember when I was playing football, and I lived in Yonkers for a long time. I would play football by the street. If I got too close to the street at my friend's house, his neighbor would come outside and be like, hey, 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 don't go near that street. Don't do that. They won't do that anymore. They'll well, just yeah. let it happen. And it's because people have been put in the situ- in the scenario to where now they think, well, fuck, if I go out there and I tell that kid to get away from the street because he's going to get ran down, he's going to get upset. He's going to go tell his parents. His parents are going to come out and be like, don't be telling my fucking kid he can't get hit by cars. That's his right. And who wants to deal with that crazy fucking... Go ahead, Senator. Yeah, pretty much. I've heard heard a lot of that with parents losing their fucking minds over the dumbest shit. How dare you not let my child literally kill themselves in traffic? I mean, that's where... But these exact same people, if you say, oh, I don't want you teaching my child critical race theory because it's racism... These exact same people will get in your face and tell you how you're raging the dr- that you're you're raising the dredges of society. How dare you not let my kid take puberty blockers that'll practically inhibit the rest of his life to where he has to choose whether he wants to be a male or a female because he's now got junk and boobs. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. How dare how you da- not let us live our repressed sexual fantasies through our children? And fuck their lives up forever. How dare you? That was a good one. That was a good one, Sinner. I like that one. How dare you try to stand in opposition? I've seen a lot of fetish shit in my years. And more than half this shit has been in the art community for fucking years now. Like, it's nothing new. I've seen this shit for a long fucking time. And it, like, over the last... Maybe two or three years, like five or six years, I'd give it. It's been getting worse and worse and worse as these people have come out into the light and shit. And it's basically boiled down to, oh, just let me be whatever I want to be. You know, like, you know, Dark Bear, where I was on, like, if I want to be a fucking dog, I'll be a fucking dog. Like, no, no, you won't. There are things you keep behind closed doors, and there are things you keep in the public. That is not one of the things you bring to the fucking public. That's right. You want to put a butt plug in that looks like a dog's tail and wag your fucking ass around your house? Close the curtains and more power to you. You want to put a butt plug in that looks like a dog tail and wag your ass around in public? Well, you better be ready to get kicked in the face. Because I'm going to think you're crazy. Like, as an, as an adult, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's your right as an adult. Do it in the quiet and privacy of your own fucking home, though. Don't force it on your kids. Don't force it into the public eye. That's when you get people to hate you. That's right. 
That has, that has a lot to do with the flamboyance of some of certain people out into the public eye. Like you said, you know, they just and then what happens is when these people walk out into the public, there's these media companies that spotlight these people and say, well, why not? Why can't they identify as an Apache helicopter and walk around with two two missiles under their arms, throw them at people? You don't know what they've been through. That's just that's just their nature. They're they're an attack helicopter. They can't help it. Exactly. I identify as Doc Holliday, and I'm gonna start shooting people. You know. <laughs> I like I the mean, helicopter a, one. I, I walk outside and go at people. I don't know what's happening. Walk right up on people. I'll be your Huckleberry. Bam. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I see it happening, and we all see it happening where people are starting to stand up for what they believe in, and I want to say. If you stand up for what you believe in, good on you. I can respect somebody who can stand their ground on their beliefs. Find your ground, plant your feet firm, and when somebody comes into your neighborhood trying to peddle some petty shit that you don't agree with, well, the answer has never been more simple, ladies and gentlemen. Once your fucking feet are planted real firm, you just give them an old... Send them on their way. We're starting to see that happen. But we need to realize that we live in a country where if you sing the national anthem in protest of your children being taught critical race theory, the police will come in and arrest you. And these are the same police that the left has been demonizing for the last year. The same police that Antifa has lit on fire, beaten in the streets trapped inside precincts and tried to burn alive. Yeah, sorry, one. You see the issue? They're making us hate the police and they're making the police that are left hate us. But there's a really crazy agenda that goes along with the UN, and I think that they're pushing for that as well. It's called safe city state, right? So what they do is they ostracize the police until they're ineffective and take their money. And when they're ineffective, what they do is they call up the United Nations and say, we need help. Yeah. The American government is not helping us. It's breaking So then, down. right. So then they send in the blue helmets, and it's basically annexed by the United Nations, becomes a hub within the United States of the United Nations. And this is their push towards the one world government. Yep. Because we see this isn't something that's, these things aren't just happening here in America. These things are reverberating around the world. We have campfires everywhere. We talk to a lot of people. And we hear more and more of the same thing over and over again. The governments are taking away our rights. They're not allowing us to, to participate and protest actively in public. If you don't think and conform a certain way, then you're being arrested. Now, in Canada, it's a little bit more dramatic than it is here in America so far. But America is also really good at hiding things in the shadows. So, 
We're starting to see people stand up and say, you're not going to turn my country into a Willy Wonka fuck factory. It's not going to happen. I want to draw some attention to something that I don't think a lot of people know about because I didn't know about this. We talk about how they try to sexually charge children's content. We talk about that a lot. And um, we talked about a website called Twitch uh, not too long ago that I have just become accustomed with and I'm kind of checking out. It's We discussed how it's mostly a platform for gaming streaming. And, you know, <laughs> mostly children game. Don't get me wrong. There are adults out there that enjoy gaming. I'm one of them. But this kind of website is geared toward children. Okay, you come in, you, you can access content, blah, blah, blah. It's basically YouTube with less restrictions. And because of this, there's popped up a genre on this website where the material is sexually charged. Women showing cleavage, riding banana, blow-up things and pools, licking microphones and wearing horse heads and, and getting on all fours and jumping up and down. You know, just weird shit that you don't want your children seeing. And But uh, they can access all this content, no problem. And I think that that's uh, one of the main issues that's hurting our society right now is they are trying to sexually charge everything that involves uh, extremely young children. We see it with Blue Clues, a lot of stuff on Nickelodeon. Now we're starting to see it more on the Disney Channel. Uh, Things are getting out of hand you know, we saw the giant uproar that happened when Cuties tried to be released, but we also see how fast that that uproar went away. As soon as they took it down, it was like, ah, oh, problem resolved. Fawn, you were way late on that shit. <laughs> so, at some point, as adults, as the critical thinkers within our society, as the people that are able to walk within the static fog and grab people by the hand and shake them and say, you're living in a false world. It is our responsibility to do that. You know what? Yeah, some people, it's going to hurt their fucking feelings. But as Ben Shapiro says, facts don't give a fuck about your feelings and neither does history. And if somebody chooses to live in a false reality, you know what I do, Center? Sometimes it pains me to do it, but I let go of their hand and I tell them I'll always be here in the dark woods. If you ever come out of the static fog and you're afraid and you're alone, you call for me. But I can't stand here in this false reality with you any longer. That's when I come up behind him and send him into the mirror verse. That's right. Because I transcend through all realms. That's right. Full spectrum takes them for a ride, opens their eyes so wide that they can't deny the facts before them. I am not, I'm not a teacher. I'm just simply a hunter of demons. <laughs>
wherever the fear is, that is where I go. We see it more and more and more. Oh, Freedom Warrior gave us one right here. It says, to see what is in front of one's nose needs a constant struggle. George Orwell. I like that quote. And it is, because people who are actively trying to deceive you are not going to walk up and say, hey, just let you know I'm pulling one over on you right now. Never in history have they ever done it. They won't do it now. And let me tell you a little secret. I hear a lot of things going around the dark woods about, is Trump coming back? Maybe a whole bunch of politicians are getting arrested. And I'll tell you what, I hope so. It sounds like a sweet, sweet song. Man, it would be nice if that happened. But ladies and gentlemen, we can't wait around for a hero to save us. Our forefathers knew that. Our grandfathers, their grandfathers, and the grandfathers before them, they knew that. They knew that there was important work to be done. That's why they got up in the mornings. They slapped on those work boots. They fucking put on those dusty jeans. They pulled on that shirt with a couple holes in it. They poured themselves a black cup of coffee into their thermos, and they left before the sun came up. And they kissed your head. Told you they hoped that you have a great day. Because we were supposed to want better for our children than what we had. That's why our parents, their grandparents, their grandparents did what they do. That's why those men rose up to those challenges. It wasn't because it was an easy fucking walk in the park. It was because they knew if they wanted to park, they had to trim the trees. They had to mow the grass. They had to do the upkeep. Without upkeep, it becomes dark and scary woods. Monsters come in because they can smell the power. I like to tell people, be the leader you've been waiting for. I like that. I like that a lot. Be the leader you've been waiting for. Do you, do you strive to push forward or do you sit down and wait that's what we have to ask ourselves as a civilization as individuals we have to be able to look in the mirror and say my opinion matters I'm going to go out and do research so that I can form one I'm going to be a part of the solution instead of a part of the problem because if you do nothing if you stay silent you're part of the problem You try to say, oh, well, I'm just neutral in this. I don't want to lose friends. Well, guess what? If you if you lose friends over a political difference in point of view, were they really your friend to begin with? I know. I know. That's a hard question to ask because people don't like to think that. People don't like to think, well, what if my friends are scumbags? What if my friends don't give a shit about me? Because that's not what we tell people anymore. We tell people, oh, everybody loves you out there in the world. All trains of thought are accepted. If you want to act like a dog, act like a dog, and nobody's going to ridicule you. 
It's insanity. We, we, don't say what it, we don't know what insanity means. Keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. That's right. We used to understand that there are some people in the world that mentally cannot handle the weight of reality. And it's a heavy weight to bear. That's why we used to say people that lived in reality and people that did well in reality, we looked at them and went, wow, you really got your shit together, don't you? You got things figured out. Because we knew that it was a heavy burden to live in reality. Reality can be a scary, unwelcoming place at times. There are real problems in reality. We haven't, we haven't, supposedly, we haven't had a corrupt politician in, a, in probably a hundred years. And people say, well, it's because we vet our politicians really, really well. And I say, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's because we've become lazy in vetting our politicians. When they do bad things, they go, oopsie. Uh, and we just kind of accept that, don't we, Senator? Pretty much nowadays, yeah. Sadly. It's just like all this shit going on with Fauci right now. Come to find out, maybe he funded making the Wuhan virus. Come to find out, maybe Mass didn't do anything. Come, uh, Well, not maybe, they actually didn't. Come to find out. You know, maybe all of this was a big sinister plot that's slowly being unweaved, but how much damage will be done by the time that they get to the end of the ball? They're really, really pushing these, these vaccinations, you'll notice, and they've kind of hit a wall. I've noticed that they're saying that on a lot of channels of, of, of mainstream news media that they're saying that they've hit 70% of the nation and now it's just like people are just 100% not interested in getting the vaccination. Yep. Well, I wonder why. I'm proud to say that when we went to the zoo the other day, there's so many people and because California has lifted the mask mandate. You can't keep track of everybody of who's vaccinated and who's not and who wants to wear a mask and who doesn't because the state no longer requires it. So I got to walk around for the day and I didn't have to give a flying fuck. Well, I bet that was just like so freeing. I haven't. Like I actually got to breathe. I could freely smell the elephant shit as we walked. <laughs> well, you know, I mean. Uh, I haven't I haven't really worn a mask at all, except for in the very, very beginning when everything was questionable. Once the science pretty much came in, I was like, well, throw this away. I'm religiously exempt. Thanks. I was the same way. I didn't follow any of those edicts because I knew from the beginning that particulates that were supposedly flying through the air could seep right through the mask. Therefore, it became... An intangible, yeah, this tangible, you know, marker that I'm, I'm 
you know, kowtowing to what they want. And I wouldn't put myself through that or anybody I know to go through that. But there were some people who still wore well, you know, I've noticed that there are people on on the, the side of masks that are still running up and, and confronting people who aren't wearing masks. Yeah. And and I really think that that's kind of odd. Because you would think that if these people were afraid of catching the kofufu and dying, that they would stay away from somebody not wearing a mask. That's what logic would tell you. If you believe the rhetoric that they believe, logic would tell you, oh shit, that person over there is not wearing a mask. They got the the biblical plague. I better stay away from them. I'm that kind of jerk in the grocery store who when people start to get too close, I just start coughing. Yeah, And they, look, they give me that death stare that they're like, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like now I'm going to die. And they do a little bit on the inside. They really do. <laughs> And they do a little bit on the inside. I love that. <laughs> you can see it when it happens too. Just that little part of their soul just simmer off in the sunset. You know, Sinner, when we very first started the show, it was during the beginning of Kofufu. Me and Sinner did a whole bunch of research about pore size and the size of viruses and how they transmit and travel through the air and, and particles of droplet particles and blah 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 and um, we did a lot of research on it, a lot and me and Senator came to the consensus oh masks do nothing they're they're just a, they're a, to make you feel better and Senator kind of presented to me he's like I don't think they're to make anyone feel better I think they're to see who's compliant and who's not yeah not and I really think you were right in that thought process, Senator. I really do. And now... So basically, if we say enough crazy shit, who's going to follow and who's not? Yeah. Who's going to be gaslighted willingly? Well, majority of people are absolutely gaslighted in this country, and it's terrible. Even when they say that their ideology is not what the other peoples do, they still get gaslighted by stupid things because they've lost that ability to really critically think and to really think about the repercussions of what they're doing and what they're saying. It's it's, it's sad because you find it everywhere. Like, you'd think it would be just a lefty thing, but, you know, people on the right were gaslighting improperly too, and it was... Yeah. It's, it's, it's rampant. It's running rampant to the extent that you don't know who you can trust anymore. So people are turning places like the campfire. They're saying these guys seem pretty well educated in what they're talking about. They seem like they do their research. I'm going to listen to the show. I'm going to check them out. Now I'm going to research a little bit of what they say, compare my own notes, and here we are. And and those people are the ones that return to the campfire because they're looking for real truthful news of what's going on in the world they have realized that what they receive on their tv is indoctrinating propaganda that's where we are in our culture right now i get that 100 i think it's people being too complacent they're letting themselves be led they don't want to think they don't want to do the research they want somebody to basically take them by the hand 
be like, don't worry, it's going to be okay, we've got you. The problem is the people coming to hold your hand do not have the best intentions in mind. They do not have your best intentions on their mind. They have their best intentions. And they're going to guide you down a path that it's going to seem okay up until you hit the end of the road. And then you're going to realize how truly bad you just walked down. That's right. I agree with that too. And you, you know, I always tell everybody, don't take my word for it. Do your own research because what you see may be something different to what I see. And when you bring that to the table, we'll both see better, right? And you know, it's time to stop being reactive, and it's time to be proactive. That's right. Do it for yourself, if not for anybody else. Do it for your children, if not for anyone else. Do it for their children, if not for anyone else. Take time out of your day. Sit down, do a little research, find out what's really going on. You know, we see it in old movies all the time where the parents would be sitting underneath the, the lamp with all the lights turned off, the kids are in bed, and they're watching the news, catching up on politics. Victor says, I live, I just live by the rule of don't trust anyone. I raise my daughter by the same rule. And for the most part, that's a pretty good rule because if you, if, if you don't trust what you hear off the word of, of tongue and you do your own research, then you know that your facts are solid. You have ground to stand on. Mm-hmm. Another thing that people have to understand is that when people do these re this research and they see specific things, it's set through the perception of their own reality. So. Your views, while maybe similar to mine, they might be skewed some way. But I'm truly never going to understand your reality, which means that we'll come close, become closer, in you know, within a friendship or an acquaintance, until I can fully understand where you're coming from. So, by you doing that research and then putting it out there for others to digest, I get a sense of who you are. Therefore, you—it's not that you don't like. To, it's good to not trust everybody, but you'll find. A community or people with you know similar knowledge or, or common interests and it'll actually help you to achieve more as a group yeah I agree you know um, I think I think that is the reason we hear a lot of people say nowadays oh well you can't talk politics and it's because politics gets heated sometimes you find out things about people that you might not like when you talk politics, but I think it's important we talk politics. I think it's I think it's even more important to talk politics because then you know if your buddy is down for killing kids or not. Then you know if your buddy thinks that pedophilia is a horrible fucking crime that should be punished, or it's a sexuality. Then you know if your buddy thinks that men can pop their penises off like Lego people, toss it over his shoulder grow his hair out and bada bing bada boom bada bang he ought to be able to compete in the Olympics with women <laughs> pop your penis off like a Lego piece I love that That is, we're no Mr. Potato Heads over here okay <laughs> no it's not even Mr. Potato Head anymore they took his penis away <laughs> he ain't got no he lost his little spud what a shame there's still, I think there's still a Miss Potato Head, but there's no Mr. Potato Head. So, as as always, you know, it's it's all about if you live in reality, 
if you don't, if you can handle the truth or if you can't. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And I think that talking politics with your friends helps us grow. Talking politics with your family helps us grow. And you know what? If somebody in your family is wrong, you don't have to be nasty to them. You can just tell them you're wrong. When your friends is wrong, you don't have to be nasty to them to get their point, your point across. Even if they're being nasty to you, you can just simply say, look, you're wrong. And if you choose to be ignorant and stupid to the situation, then that's your choice. I'm not going to sit here and waste my time and my breath. And yeah, that's a little degrading and insulting. You're right. But if they're going to choose to be ignorant to the situation, I, I feel that it's pretty fair to degrade them and insult them a little bit because they're part of the problem. Maybe that will motivate them slightly to better themselves. It's kind of like with all this shit going on right now with fat people that are like, oh, well, you should just love me for who I am as a fat person. I mean, I agree to that to an extent. And there's a very fine line because sometimes when you, like me, I didn't used to be that intelligent of a guy. I really didn't. And I, I used to have a buddy that called me stupid all the time. Drove me fucking insane because it was so true. And so, I got tired of being called stupid. I picked up a book. I started watching documentaries. I started teaching myself things. And here we are now. And I have that buddy to thank for me having the intelligence that I have now. Because he called me stupid. So put much. Put fire under your ass is what he did. That's right. He put a, he lit a fire. He put my hairy ass right over this fucking campfire. And he said, God damn it, Dark Bear. I know I can jumpstart that brain. And we're going to do it right now. And it's just like, it's just like the sinner says. You know, sometimes that's motivating. Sometimes it's necessary. And it's all about who you are as a person because somebody can hear those exact same words and go, oh, well, there's no point in, in trying to teach myself things because people think I'm stupid. And eh, I want other people punished for thinking I'm stupid. It's not fair. They just lay down and they give up. Uh-huh. I don't think we should reward that kind of attitude. Senator, if you're going through the store and you got your kids with you and they want a toy and you say, nope, sorry, no toy, you haven't behaved lately, and they they flop down in the center of the aisle of the store and they <laughs> and they give you that attitude, what's your reaction? Do you go, oh, shit, I better buy this toy real fast. Look, I'm putting it in the cart. Look, we're getting it. Is that what you do? Fuck no, I walk away. You're like, I'll leave your sorry ass here, you scumbag. Mm -hmm. I'll tell your mother you ran away. Yeah. I've walked away from them. Like, if you're going to throw a temper tantrum, oh, okay. Bye. I'll tell you what. I, I only did that once when I was younger because my dad looked right at me. And I was like, oh, you wanted that toy. I understand. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you want to pay for that toy with, with an ass beating? 
because you keep acting like that, not only are you not going to get the toy, but you're going to pay for it with me whipping your ass. So now you're going to have an ass whipping and no toy. So you want to keep doing that or you want to act like a human being? <laughs> Mr. A says, hit him. <laughs> There's too many people that are in power that have no humility. They don't know what, what being humble is. They think that they are God's gift to this earth. They can be held responsible by no one. And I, I not only strongly disagree with that thought process, but I think that we're getting ready to see the American people prove that thought process exactly opposite. That politicians are getting ready to start going to prison. We can hope. That's right. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean to tell me I'm not God's gift? This isn't going to work? <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Because slow but sure, just like Full Spectrum and the Center and myself and everyone here at the campfire today that's joined us and everyone who does join us, the guardians of the dark woods are starting to wake up. They're starting to walk out of that fog. The strong ones are starting to come to and say something doesn't seem right. They left a few of us out here to protect their slumber. But now it's time to wake them up. That's right. Sinner came to the campfire and he cut down one of these dark woods trees that produced the static that is sweet and tantalizing. And the way he brought me out of my slumber is he knows that the dark bear hungers for fear. And he just simply stated, look at how much fear there is out here in these dark woods nowadays, dark bear. And then there I was. I brought Cthulhu out of the, his slumber. Cthulhu hungers for madness. Seems to be a lot of that going around in the dark woods nowadays, doesn't it? Lego pieces being thrown over shoulders. People transforming magically into attack helicopters and toasters and dogs. Madness. So, we're slowly starting to wrap down to the end of the show and I'd just like to ask if you're out there and you got a friend that you think could benefit from listening to the show maybe share it to them maybe we can help wake them up from the static fog we'll link arms together just like we have now and if we link arms together and we wake these guardians of the dark woods again, and we stand behind them. Well, we'll make these dark woods back into a forest. We'll push these monsters out of our woods. Because although they have teeth, they'll only show to you when, they're, when you're all alone. They're not near as brave when there are many guardians before them. 
we see them crawdadding right now. Epstein, Hillary, Fauci, Obama, Biden, Nancy, Maxine. They know that the guardians are looking at them now. Why do you think they're being so careful? Why do you think they're acting so quickly? Because once one guardian's eyes opened, they knew that that guardian was traveling to another guardian to awaken him. And then those two would go in opposite directions to awaken other sleeping guardians. And now here we stand, the campfire grows. The guardians are paying attention. We're watching. And soon enough, the guardians are gonna start to scrub the system, clean the dark woods up. We have to remember, we are those guardians. We are the people that do the hard work that needs to be done. And if we don't do it, it's not going to happen. We have to push each other forward. Sometimes I don't want to do the show. And you know what Center tells me? He says, too damn bad, Dark Bear. You better get your fucking ass on there right now. Pushes me forward. And I always appreciate that, Senator. And I do the same for him. Sometimes when he trips and falls, I tell him, pull my fur. Pull yourself up on me. If your legs don't work, I'll carry you. Because I know you're worth carrying. Because you will start to walk again. And we have to remember to do that for one another. Because it's real easy to get discouraged when you're out there hunting monsters. It's real easy to want to step back off into that fantasy fog. Live a world without stress that you believe doesn't exist. But just like we always say, just because you don't just because you don't see the monsters, just because you choose to look the other way doesn't mean they don't see you. Well, Center, we're wrapping up here. We're getting ready to have to leave the campfire. The embers seem to be getting low, and Dark Bear hungers for a demons. You got any concluding thoughts that you'd like to put off into the campfire for the woods to hear? <coughs> oh, that was tragic. No, it's been. I'm, st I'm waiting. There's, there's going to be something big happening again because it's, it's been too quiet. It's even the fact, like I've heard of, there's been like a couple, a couple more mass shootings and shit here and there, or you know, Lori Lightfoot's not really doing anything as her city lights itself on fucking fire repeatedly, and like fifty people die there like every weekend. So it's like the fact that they're not saying anything. It's weird. And usually whenever they do that, that means something big is going to happen. Or it's already happened and they're trying to draw attention away from it. Mm-hmm. 
It's always one or the other. And don't worry. When it happens, when we find it, we'll bring it right here. Full Spectrum, you got any concluding thoughts before we wrap up, sir? It's been an absolute pleasure. Absolutely, bro. I'm sorry for jumping in like that, and I appreciate you letting me stay on for so long and uh, speaking good points of view. So I'm appreciative to both of you. And uh, I just want to say to everybody that, you know, it's a crazy world out there. Reality is through your eyes. It's through your perception. So each one teach one. Try and help. Try and be the leaders that you've been waiting for. See how it fits because it'll fit really well. And, you know, I like to tell everybody that I will fight for you until you wake up. That's where I'll be, in the front of the line. Every time. Taking taking hand grenades to the face, I don't care. And, you know, I love all of you, and I'm with all of you, always. Hey, brother, we love you too, man. You are always welcome here at the campfire. That's why when you... When you call in, I always accept. So don't ever think that you're you're intruding. If I didn't want you to be here, trust me, I know how to show somebody my teeth. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it. Indeed. Always a pleasure, Full Spectrum. And we appreciate you keeping the realms safe as you do. Ladies and gentlemen, the fire grows low and Dark Bear's hunger grows heavy. So until tomorrow... It seems that we will adjourn back into the campfire from which we came so that we can hunt the demons and monsters that dwell. But just remember while we're away from the campfire and you're out here in the dark woods, stay close to one another. Keep each other safe. Because monsters dwell in the darkness.